now recording comrado one bear bear uh, oh bear yeah it's a bear two bear it's a bear it's a bear now this no. week this week it, it may just be you and me doing the show because hey, what else is there? parody apparently has got other things to do uh, does he now so because he's not in his house, he uh-huh. won't be able to do the podcast. So uh-huh. I said to him, well, why not do a Respawn and do a car podcast? Why is Respawn the only one that can do a podcast from his car? Because I'm the only one that cares enough to be disruptive. Mm, true. Very true. Now, the other thing this week is that it apparently it's been a very slow week in Destiny and there's not been much to do. So I was thinking maybe we should talk about other games like maybe Diablo 4? Have you played Diablo 4? No, and no, you don't want to play, you don't want to talk about other games. Okay, so Diablo 4 is off the table, as neither one of us have played it. Um, n- no idea. Uh, I haven't got any other games I've heard of. I mean, I've still been playing Destiny. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. There's nothing well, wrong with Destiny. Well, that's what I was going to say. As we can't really talk about any other games, should we just talk about Destiny then? Yeah. Fair enough. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your host, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy, Hiroti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Respawns in Real Life! Have you played Destiny this week? Have I played Destiny this week? Oh my god. That's a silly question. No, I play Destiny every week. No, no, no I, I play Destiny every week. If I manage to get a good couple of hours in, is, you know is another question but yes of course i have played destiny i always play destiny destiny is the only game i play we've okay. we've discussed this many times i i even considered actually before we even get started i'm night demon your british host over there is respawn he's your american host and that's it there's just a titan and a hunter today because <gasps> the other no. titan has left us to do house stuff he normally does it's a does. crime it's a crime it very much is yes Anyway, so yes, I was I was thinking at some point, because this week on the day that I normally stream, which was Thursday, it came up that Destiny was down, and I was like, mm. oh, what am I going to do if Destiny... I didn't see down? a lot of people complaining about that during the week that it was down. It, it was early in the morning for you guys, so it was around, I think it was around 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning for me. So mm. I was like... Well, I'm planning to stream in about two hours' time. What do I do? And it actually went through my head to stream another game. I don't know what game, just any game that I have on the I channel. Don't know what game? Something. No, exactly. And then that thought went out of my head very quickly, and I was like, "No, I will just get on and I'll do other stuff in the house, and hopefully, cross my fingers that it comes back up online." And it did, so I was happy. There you go. I was able to stream, and then. I, I did a dungeon. I did it the dungeon, the ghosts dungeon for this week. Did you? Uh, we, we did. We did you choose it? No. Good. We did. We did half the dungeon on 
uh, on Thursday and then had to come back the next day. And I was quite glad that we did because literally about half an hour after we finished streaming and I went to collect the kids, the the game was down again. I was like, oh, okay. What? So went down multiple times. Yeah, it was multiple times down on Thursday this week. So it's, it was very strange. So I managed to get a good little bit of playtime in there. Caught up on my story Whoa. for the week. So I've done that. I'm up to date with whatever's happened with the fish, the giant fish and salad. I'm not sure if I'm a week behind or not. Um, so this week, for me, the fish. Just keep going to the helm until it says, don't worry, you don't have to come back until next week. Well, that's, yeah, I did that. Okay. Or it does that every week, even if you're a week behind. Sort of, yeah. Anyway. Oh, Leviathan. Like, I was excited to, like, see her initially, and I was like, ooh, we got a fighter! And then it's like, no, we're no, not fighting her. Why, fighting her. Why do you want to fight your friend? Well, I didn't know she was a friend, and because she's a Leviathan? Well, she's not really a Leviathan, yet she's a proto-worm? Yeah, that's what they're saying. It. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gone past Tier 4. I don't know how people are getting down to Tier 7. Um, but yeah, well, There are ways of getting down there. It, it, it's all you can get down to tier seven, but yeah, it's uh, it was also clarified and cleared up according to Mylan Games, who was on the DCP podcast this week, that a Bungie dev had to go on Reddit and clear it up because people were getting confused that this was the Python that was that tried to warn the hive away from going deeper into the fundament, but this isn't that proto hive, this is a different one because hmm. we all thought that there was just one, obviously there was a species of these that tried to warn the hive before they kind of became the, the worm gods and before the hive became the hive. So, yeah, I didn't know that they tried to warn them, but if they tried to warn them, how did they, be, how did they then, how, damn it, how did they then become corrupted to just want death to feed them? You because, know, because Oryx and um, Zivorath and, Savathun just wanted to keep going deeper into the fundament, weren't they? They were being tricked by the witness at that point. But we didn't know that it was the witness, and they didn't know it was the witness, because you know, Savathun was tricked, and they were all tricked. Nobody talking to nobody these days, bro. No. Well, you know, hindsight is, you know, a glorious thing. Yeah. It is. (laughs) Chapter 9. Have you ever seen that? I don't know if you have that over there. Squirrel! To what? There's there's a skit called Captain Hindsight, and it's a superhero who <laughs> his superpower is is you know hindsight obviously yeah but I can't mimic anything he does because it's it's his own thing but like the way he does it is funny anyway yeah so I didn't get to play a lot this week I got uh, the dungeon done I got my linear for my hunter did you get and your I got my what did you get the exotic from the dungeon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got that. I got the catalyst. I finished the catalyst. Nice. Yep. How did you and do the it's, Is it the know, cat- you have to go back through the dungeon again and unlock yeah, it? Yeah, but this time it's weird. Normally for the catalyst, you got to do the dungeon on like the legendary mode. Yeah. No. That's what I was thinking. You okay. don't. You just go back through it regularly. And you got to find these caches of dead ghosts, dunk them on a, on a statue of some kind, right? Uh, like a receptacle statue. And then you gotta fight uh, hive knights as they as they come after you for dunking these dead ghosts. And after you've done that three or four times, boom, you have the catalyst. You don't even have to finish a dungeon. You just have the catalyst. Have to That's do it. the dunking stuff and kill the knights. 
Yeah, I mean, after you've done that, you can just leave the dungeon if you don't want to finish it. And what you know does what the list do for the the weapon? Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, the catalyst is the fun it, part. Exciting. It gives you an alternate firing mode that lets you anchor uh, a strand anchor anywhere. So hunters can save one of their grenades. So so instead of using one of our grenades to create that initial anchor, I use the gun to create my anchors and just latch onto those bad boys and swing around doing my shenanigans. It's so much fun. So it's worth doing the dungeon? Oh, well, if you're a hunter, absolutely, man. It's a really, <laughs> really good support weapon, too, because I've been taken into uh, quite a few activities, and I've been tagging my teammates to give us both armor, and that's saved my teammates' lives quite a few times, having that 40% debuff. So it's actually quite, quite good. And if you're a hunter and you have the... um. The Sirtarachne's facade. Um, yeah. Every time you, every time you attach to an anchor, you just get uh, woven mail anyway, just by just by you know touching an anchor. So I just I just have constant forty uh, percent debuff. And I don't even need to use one of my grenades. I could just toss out. Uh, I could just alternate fire the gun, m have it make my my anchor for me, and just keep tagging that to give myself armor. It's kind of awesome. Cool. T Rex is jealous. Titans can't do anything to save their own lives. Yes, we can. We we can no, do lots of things no. to save our own lives. No, I've seen I've seen so many of you in dungeons this week, and y'all died. Oh look, no, this build is good. It keeps me alive. Guardian down. No, no, no. See what's wrong is you got to use this build. This build keeps you alive. Guardian down. Mm-hmm. 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 Titans falling left and right. The only thing that keeps you truly alive about dealing damage is our counter. Sorry, butts. Our counter. No, um, I used my lower Red hunter. Yeah, even with Laurel Splendor, they've been dying in the dungeon once all those ads catch up on you. And I followed up on what I was saying last week when Dimwee was here, that if I was going into that dungeon to combat those moths, I would use my Tiku's Divination. And guess what I used throughout that whole encounter? Tiku's? Tiku's Divination. It's actually good if you have two people using it. One person, all they do is prime and the other person detonate. It works out really well. No, it's fine Fine for me. I'm, I'm, I'm really quick. I'm like lightning fast with my own. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That explains why you got thirteen kids. <laughs> Funny guy. You walked into it. But yeah, Mister Noble helped us through, and no, he wouldn't let me cheese the boss, even though I had Donny. I would recommend cheesing the boss anyway, guys. I like, know. I mean, it was interesting to see that you could cheese the boss, and yeah. On, on my on my run, the run that I was doing, I had Micah with me, and Micah really wanted to do the cheese with. As and as was just all about it, right? Yeah. So they're all like, "All right, let's do the cheese." And we were there for like, wait, I think I, I think I fell asleep, and I definitely got DC'd waiting for this whole cheese to do its thing, dude. And I'm just like, we could have killed the boss by now. Yeah, that's what you know? Noble was telling me. He said, "Look, it just it takes the same amount of time. You might as well just do the mechanics and kill the boss." There's, there's you know, three, and at least that way is more fun. Yeah, you know. And we had Oti Biscotti, who helped us all the way up to the boss. But then when we had to split on the first day, he was meant to come back the second day. Unfortunately, he wasn't around. So we, we brought in Aang Caskell to come and help us. And he helped. And mm. it, But yeah, none of us got the exotic at the right end. But so, although Noble's already got it. So he didn't need it. It was only me and Aang Caskell that needed it. So, but they, It was I, very salty about it. Though. I mean, to be, to be fair, I mean, like, 
the drop rates have been so weird on it. You know, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't get it because we took a guy in there. First try, he got it with me and Dimwee, you know, and he wasn't even there for the full run. Me and Dimwee two-manned it all the way up to the boss. Yeah, right? he said last week, yeah. Yeah, and then he just comes in right there at the end, and he, he gets it with me and Dimwee didn't, right? So the following week, um, I ran it on my hunter, didn't get it, ran it on my warlock, and I was helping somebody else do their catalyst, right? And then I got it to drop on mine. So now I had now I had it at this point. Now I'm running the catalyst. And um yeah, it's just Dimwe still doesn't have it. He's, he's very upsetting spaghetti about it. Yeah. I found it yeah. a very fun dungeon as well. It's, it seems very short. The the between encounters are the longest stages, whereas the encounters are very, very quick. Or well, you can make them very, very quick, or you can make them as, as long as possible. Yeah, yeah, the encounters are pretty quick. Um, the hunter hive is just an dude. Uh, like, like for example, the knight one, right? He'll throw his shield once, he'll throw his shield twice, and then he's his his super's done. He's, he's he's done, right? But the hunter's all like freaking <laughs> blade barrage. Oh, okay, you're not dead. Blade barrage. Oh, you're still not dead. Blade barrage. Uh, okay, one more blade barrage. Like, how many do you have, dude? Damn! Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, what? What? What do you mean it's not recording anything? Who's not recording? I don't know what's going on. Uh, you, what do you, mean? you cut out as you were telling me about the hunter. Oh, and then did I? Came back. I don't know whether that was on my end or your end or anyone's uh, end. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows yeah, if that will even make it into the show? Who knows? Indeed. Mm-hmm. I so, what do you think about? What do you think about the Twab becoming the Twid? I think they called it this week in Destiny Twid. Yeah, Twid. No, Orbin, can you not hear me? Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hello, hello, hello. Pat, can you hear me? Okay. Um, we are having difficulties today, ladies and gentlemen. Please uh, have your seats at their uh, upright positions, and uh, I don't know how to finish that sentence. Okay, you can hear me. So it's it's Demon having the issues, apparently. There you go. Oh, there's somebody else. I, I wasn't sure what was going on with that then. You cut out again. You went... What do you think about... Well, chat says they can hear me. I think it's on your end, my dude. Well, that's what I was thinking. If I come back in, maybe it'll reconnect my connection better. I hope so. So what were you asking? Oh, what do you think about the twab now being the twid? <laughs> I Well, I don't mind it being the twid. Uh, the only issue that I've now got, and possibly other people that make twid videos, mm. when we discuss about what is happening this week in destiny is it is the is it now going to get confused or is it going to get confusing for people and uh, algorithms going to get confused because Bungie have now decided this week in destiny rather than this week at bungee you know it's um it's a quandary that you know i've been thinking about for the last 24 hours do i change the name of the videos that i put out this week in destiny to next week in destiny 
I mean, I originally used to call them Next Week in Destiny. And when we used to go over them in the podcast, it always used to be what was happening next week in Destiny because that's what came up on the screen on the Friday at Reset to say next week in Destiny, this is what's happening. So do I go with next week in Destiny and forever forward next week in Destiny so that the algorithms do not get, you know, you know I don't cross the streams, basically. What do you think? Um, I, I would still go with next week in Destiny, honestly. Next week. So if I if I put it out before next week hits, then it makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello and welcome to the fourth week of season twenty one, season of the deep, starting on June thirteenth, twenty twenty three. So for week four, let's kick things off with our legacy rotation, starting with the Forsaken expansion. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a strong curse level which means Petrovenge can be found in Rio Silvia and has the Dark Monastery mission for the next week. The Blindwell features Taken enemies and the Plague Inamina. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be the Keep of Owned Edges, which can be located over in the Harbinger's Seclude on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is in the Deep. The Trove Guardian is located in the Hellmouth and the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare of Hawkis in the Anchor of Light. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Fogoth, Fear, Ghoul, Rage, and Tanix Isolation. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Praxis, the Technocrat, will be the Empire Hunt, Cadmus Ridge will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Safeguard. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, we have the Loot Rotation for Dares of Eternity, which will be on Week 4's rotation with the Scatterhorn armor set and the Pathfinder armor set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Stasis Precision Frame Shotgun, Fractithis, the Solar High Impact Frame Auto Rifle, Kryzu and Milo. The Stasis Precision Frame Hankan, Bold Picula. The Arc Precision Frame Bow, Warftone Draw. The Solar High Impact Frame Fusion Rifle, Iotona Draconis. The Solar Rapid Fire Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Canis Major. The Arc Vice Rapid Fire Scout Rifle, Contingency Plan. The Kinetic High Impact Frame Pulse Rifle, Legal Action 2. The Solar Rapid Fire Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Outrageous Fortune. The Void Adaptive Frame Sword, Steel Syllabus C14 and the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Sidearm, spoiler alert. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen weekly story mission is the Communion, where the modifier is Empath, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Altar of Reflection Catalyst, and Altar of Reflection Insight. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas Armor, and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is First Contact, with Extra Shields, Lock Loadouts and Extra Champions, Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, Void Threat, Scorched Earth, Overcharged Weapons, Arkan Strand Surges, Overcharged Shotgun, and Galvanized on Hero Difficulty Only. The Partition Mission will be Hard Reset, Contest Mode Enabled with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, Arc Threat, Scorched Earth, Pestilence and Martyr Modifiers, Arkan Strand Shields with Void and Strand Surges. And the Vex incursion this week will be Liming Harbour. In addition, the weekly Lightfall reset also refreshes the pinnacle drop for the Node Override Avalon exotic mission on the EDZ. For the Season of the Deep, the featured fishing pond will be on the EDZ. Raids and Dungeons The Root of Nightmares raid challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Nezarek, called All Hands. Each player in your fire team must trigger one node on each side before the damage phase begins. The Kingsfall Raid Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Daughters of Oryx, called Under Construction. 
players cannot stand on the same plate twice in a single phase. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the first encounter, acquisition, called Swift Destruction, where Guardians must kill all champions within a few seconds of each other on all rounds. The Deepstone Crypt Challenge this week is the third encounter, Tanix Part 1, called Of All Trades. Guardians must perform each role at least once, Operator, Scanner and Suppressor. The God of Salvation Challenge this week is the first encounter, Embrace, called To The Top. This is where you must not kill the Cyclops that spawns near the Consecrated Mind. And the last wish challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Vault, called Keep Out. Guardians must ensure that no Might of Riven Knights make it to the center chamber during the Vault fight. Your pinnacle raid will be the Vault of Glass over in the Legends tab, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Confluxes, called Wait For It, where every yellow bar wyvern must be killed as they sacrifice themselves to the Confluxes. The second encounter, Oracles, called The Only Oracle For You, Players cannot destroy the same oracle more than once. The third encounter, Templar, called Out of Its Way, where you must keep the Templar from teleporting. The fourth encounter, Gatekeeper, called Strangers in Time. Players must defeat the Praetorians and Wyverns at the same time. And the fifth encounter, Atheon, called Ensembler's Refrain. Each player teleporting can only destroy one oracle in each spawn set. Also, with the Vault of Glass being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic fusion rifle, Vex Mythoclass. And the Pinnacle Dungeon will be the Shattered Throne on the Dreaming City. Next up, Challenges. Into the Depths 4. Complete the Week 4 Into the Depths mission for Challenge XP+. Frontline Salvager 4. Complete 3 Salvage or Deep Dive activities whilst using a Void subclass. Additionally, defeat 50 Hive anywhere in the system. Guardians grant additional progress for Challenge XP+. Deep Diver. Successfully complete encounters at any depth on deep dive activities. Pressure Trial encounters grant increased progress for Challenge XP+. Commendable Salvager. Give or receive 6 commendations in match-made salvage activities for Challenge XP+. Mod Collector. Unlock 12 artifact mods for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Momentum Crash. Defeat Guardians in Momentum Control. And bonus progress with zone advantage for Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. Sound of Metal defeat 100 targets with auto rifles, 100 with hand cannons, and 100 with scout rifles in Gambit. Bonus progress is granted for defeating Guardians for Challenge XP Plus Plus and Bright Dust. Darkest Nightfall complete any Nightfall strike on hero difficulty or higher for Challenge XP Plus, Bright Dust, and a Nightfall weapon. And Precision Calibration calibrate marksman weapons. Scout Rifles, Sniper Rifles and Linear Fusion Rifles by landing final blows. Bonus Progress is granted for defeating Guardians for Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. Hello. As a reminder, your daily loss sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armor you'll find inside. But if you're new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the loss sector normally to have it show up on your map as a Legend Slash Master which you can either do solo or with a fire team, but you will only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday June 13th will be the Exodus Garden 2A on the Cosmodrome for exotic helmets, Void Threat, Arkan Void Surges, Void Shields, Scorched Earth Modifier with Barrier and Overload Champions. Wednesday June 14th will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon for exotic boots, Void Threat, Arkan Strand Surges, Arc Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Machine Guns with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Thursday June 15th will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for Exotic Gauntlets, Arc Threat, Arkenstrand Surges, Solar Shields, 
Hot Knife Modifier, Overcharged Glaives with Barrett and Overload Champions. Friday, June 16th will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon for Exotic Chess, Void Threat, Arkan Void Surges, Arkan Solar Shields, Hot Knife and Chafe Modifiers, Overcharged Sniper Rifle with Barrier and Overload Champions. Saturday, June 17th will be the K1 Communion on the Moon for Exotic Helmets, Solar Threat, Arkan Strand Surges, Solar and Void Shields, Arak No Modifier, Overload Fusion Rifle with Barrier and Overload Champions. Sunday, June 18th will be Sepulchre on the Throne World for Exotic Boots, Solar Threat, Arkan Strand Surges, Arkan Solar Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Fusion Rifle with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. And finally, back round to Monday, June 19th will be the Extraction on the Throne World for Exotic Gauntlets. Arc Threat, Arkan Strand Surges, Arkan Void Shields with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Lead the way. Grandmaster Nightfalls return this week, bringing with them our fourth featured Nightfall of the season, which will see us face off against Alakul in the Lightblade over on the Throne World, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall will require you to own the Witch Queen expansion. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, ascendant shards and adept Nightfall ciphers. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty, to be in common with Ascendant Shards in Grand Masters. The Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 8 Barrier, 2 Unstoppable and 7 Lucent Champions, with 6 Solar and 12 Arc Shields. Masters will have 12 Barrier, 3 Unstoppable and 7 Lucent Champions, with 6 Solar and 8 Arc Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1765, Matchmaking is available, Enemies have Extra Shields, Champions Foe, you will face Barrier, Unstoppable and Lucent Champions. You can either use Intrinsic Exotics, use a subclass debuff, or unlock anti-champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Arc Threat, 25% increase to incoming arc damage. Empath, Enhanced Radar, take increased damage from melee. Overcharged Weapons, weapons overcharged from the Seasonal Artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic Weapons do increased damage when your subclass element matches an active Surge. Arc Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing arc damage. An Elemental Surge, 25% bonus to an outgoing element's damage. Overcharged Weapon, 25% bonus damage to a specific weapon type. Galvanize, combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend Difficulty, maximum effective level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment locked, you'll be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts. Master Difficulty, maximum effective level 1820, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Champions Mob, this difficulty adds more champion enemies. Chafe, radar is disabled. Grandmaster difficulty, maximum effective level 1815. Includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Joining progress disabled. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. Limited revives, gain additional revives by defeating champions up to a maximum of 20. And contest mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge. To combat champions this season you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of intrinsic anti-champion artifact mods, which are Anti-Barrier Auto Rifle, Unstoppable Hand Cannon, and Unstoppable Glaive. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Anti-Barrier, the Kinetic Bow Wishender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle Arbalest, the Kinetic Pulse Rifle Revision Zero, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword The Lament, and the Titan Exotic Gauntlet's Second Chance. 
which gained a second charge of his shield throw melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. And for Unstoppable, the Kinetic Fusion Rifle Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon Malfeasance, the Soul Energy Sidearm Devil's Rune, the Void Heavy Bow Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlets Athris's Embrace, which have a chance to stun Unstoppable champions with their empowered weighted knife. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the Arc Adaptive Frame Grenade Launcher, Wendigo GL3. The Wendigo GL3 has a base blast radius of 50, velocity of 29 and handling of 41. It can roll with Full Court, Explosive Light and Frenzy, with Clown Cartridge, Chain Reaction and Auto-Loading Holster. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen and improve your recovery for a short duration. Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health, and Omelon Fluid Dynamics where the weapon has increased reload speed and stability for the top half of the magazine. Lord Shax brings Momentum Control to the Crucible for the fourth week of the season. Momentum Control is a 66 PvP mode which is a variation of the regular control mode, where every weapon is significantly higher in lethality, meaning that you can take out your opponents much faster than normal. Respawns are instant, and defeating enemy players in Momentum Control will grant faster regeneration on your melee, grenade and super. Players get increased damage resistance when they activate a super, to help counteract that little bit of extra damage that the guns give out. The mode also has increased capture speeds on points, and the radar is removed for every player. Achieve victory by capturing zones and defeating opponents. And Supremacy will be making its triumphant return this week in the Relentless Crucible playlist. Supremacy is a 6v6 PvP game mode which is a variation of Clash. Every Guardian that falls will leave a class-based crest behind, and collecting those is the key to winning each match no matter if they were dropped by a defeated enemy or by a fallen comrade. Securing opposing Guardian's crest will net the team one point, and collecting a fallen teammates will deny your opponent that point. Focus on recovering the crest to earn points and defeat the opposing team. Delightful! Trials of Osiris Dominion will be back at the weekend with the Adept Messenger Pulse Rifle being available from the Flawless Chest. Plus, there are also some new rewards for players who do make it to the Lighthouse and open the chest. These include the Hero's Wake Exotic Ghost Shell, the Valiant Memory Exotic Shit, the Survivor's Journey Exotic Sparrow, and the new Trial Shader, Glorious Patina. Trials of Osiris Dominion is a 3v3 PvP high stakes game mode with a twist of capturing points. In Dominion, two teams of three go head to head in a battle for control of a capture point. Teams can either work together to capture the control point or eliminate the enemy team to win the round. Only available from Friday Reset until Tuesday Weekly Reset, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a Passage Guard, a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, masterwork material and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of 7 games won and no losses. 5 round wins will bag you the match for your Passage card. By competing in Trials you do have a chance to pick up 2 pinnacle engrams from playing each week one from 50 round wins and the other from winning 7 games. These do not have to be done all in one go, but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. That is amazing. Also this week we'll see the return of bonus XP in the Gambit playlist. So if you want a fast track in getting their new ritual weapon, the Last Rite Scout Rifle and Gambit Ornament, the Outclass Rubric, then Gambit on my friends. And that's it for the fourth week of Season of the Deep. Guardian down. But yes, um... I've, I've not really got an issue with This Week in Destiny. I suppose we're going to have to go down the route of This Week in Destiny and This Week in Marathon, I guess. That's that's the reason. Well, that's, that's what's happening in Marathon yet, so that would be silly. 
No, but it's obviously, it's obviously, you know, getting, we're putting it out there now before we get to the point of telling marathon information. I mean, I did check the marathon uh, page, the overview page today. There is nothing new on there. So although, you know, we'd like to tell you some more marathon stuff, um, I can just reiterate that the, uh, the trailers out there, the Vidocs out there, and there is merch available at the bungee store with marathon. Already? Yeah, it was. It was there for the first week. Game's not even out yet, Bungo. I just think you're. Well, they've got to fund know. it somehow, haven't they? Oh, all right. <laughs> what? 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 I don't want to call anybody an idiot, but what person would buy merch for a game that they don't even know anything about? I'm not talking about like it's it's a re-release of like a Zelda game, and people know what the Zelda game is like or whatever, right? This is a new game. Nobody's ever seen before, except for like Mac players, thirty yes. years ago. If you have you know? the T-shirt that is for a game that either doesn't get finished or developed or go any further than what this is, then you've got an exclusive T-shirt for something. Now, if you do, if the game does end up getting made, which it probably will, there'd be no issues. You'll have an exclusive you know, before it ever became a thing in popular culture and society of you've got this T-shirt. It's it's the um, the creating the, the demand for something that you don't necessarily need, but you might want. Yeah. So, yeah, getting back to this week in Destiny for the 8th of June, 2023. Last week, we went through the Ghost of the Deep rundown and with Dimwi and you gave us a kind of insight into the new dungeon, which was quite nice. Bungie Rewards got a new dungeon scene merch. Did you get your dungeon scene merch? No. Mm, I didn't buy anything there. Did you get your marathon emblem that we told you about last week? No. Have you entered the code? Oh. No. Did you get your prime gaming loot? Nope. Yeah, I think I did. Okay, that's all right then. I just haven't collected it. Here's what's new for this week in the TWID. Uh, a new name for the TWAB. Uh, I hate that name. <laughs> are you ready? For the community fashion contest, no. But are you ready for the grandmasters that will be returning this Tuesday on June thirteenth? Yes, good. That I am. Now I want to. I want to see if I can pick what I want now that I've got the title. Just to remind you that this isn't the grandmaster node that is coming. This is just the grandmasters. So the grandmaster node will be coming in a couple of weeks' time, and I know we get onto that in a second. I'll just kind of throw it out there now, so that you're listening when we're talking about it now. Uh, Supremacy is returning. Uh, apparently, we all owe Callie an apology. Now, why do I owe Callie an apology? Because I haven't done anything to Callie. I haven't done anything to Callie for a very long time. I think you know it was about over a year and a half ago before I've even seen Callie. So I don't think I owe her Callie, an apology. Callie, oh. Callie, 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 Callie. Last wish. Yeah. There's a preview okay. of some of the 7.10.2 fixes that are coming. Oh, because uh, we farmed the living bejesus out of her? Is that why we, we owe her an apology? Uh, we we don't, <laughs> I haven't farmed her. <laughs> well, and then I've we have her. the usual player support report and our art of the week and movies of the week. So yeah. th this is Eric's explanation for rebranding the TWAB. For as long as anyone can remember, there has been a weekly check-in between Bungie and our community. Back it's in not February. Just Bungie anymore. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's I mean sorry. Bungie isn't just Destiny anymore. Bungie is expanding, therefore it can't just be this week at Bungie, aka this week in Destiny, because now it's got a secondary IP and it doesn't make any sense. 
I don't know why I just said all why, those things. Why couldn't it be this week at Destiny? That's what I wanted, dude. I wanted to call her the twad so bad. <laughs> I, dude, I was thinking, and that's probably why they did it, because twad can be taken in so many negative ways. I know in DCP, I think it was Tefty or Briar said, why didn't they just call it This Week in the Tower? And then they thought about it and went, no. Why not? That actually isn't too bad. Why, why no? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Back in February of 2016, we rebranded the Bungie Weekly Update to This Week at Bungie. So fast forward to today, and it's time once again to evolve the name of our weekly ritual. But don't you fret, Respawn. I'm fretting, but don't you fret. Our I don't know what a fret is. Yeah, exactly. Our weekly check-in for <laughs> Destiny News and community highlights will continue. The main change here is that we will be keeping things Destiny-specific. So that's why they needed to change the name. Yeah. And now Bungie has publicly announced a new game. So that's why. So they're starting it today. Well, not today, today, a couple of days ago when they released the twid. That that that's that's it. That's so you it. can meme away apparently. If if you feel like it. Is it is there much memes available for a twid? Not yet, I guess. Not yeah. if it had been a twat. But the, the interesting thing is to know that they still will continue to drop the occasional standalone blog with in-depth details and insights from dev team. So, yeah. We, we, at the tower. What? <laughs> we might still get, you know, a big, lengthy blog post on a Wednesday, whereas it's been very quiet for the, like, the last couple of weeks. Mm. So, Although that's quite nice because it gives it, – I don't have to do too much kind of research into what they're talking about. So it's, right. it's kind of taken a little bit of pressure off me to actually – go and play the game that I love playing. So I appreciate that. It's not every week is completely packed through with loads of stuff to talk about. Well, not yet. I mean, it's, it's, we're in a slow season right now. We're, we're between seasons. Uh, yeah. Sorry, we're between and drops. Yes. So, yeah. Are you ready to put your best address on? Best address? No, best dress. Put on your best dress. Have you got I'm a dress? I'm always best dressed. No, no, have you got a dress? Look, I'm not going to say that in public. Okay. So we all know that fashion is the ultimate true endgame. So they've got another fashion contest going, basically. So you have until June 15th, which is next Thursday. So by the time this podcast releases, you have like about three or four days, which isn't too long, you know. I did see some really good builds out there on TikTok. Builds for fashion. For fashion builds, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're with the new chess piece for the Titans, there uh-huh. somebody's created a Bane-looking, um, like Batman Bane mm-hmm. outfit. Pretty cool with all the kind of the green glowing things. So I saw some really good stuff on TikTok with people building stuff. Oh yeah, with hunters for years they've been doing the Joker, uh, oh, Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have Red Hood. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff out there for hunters already. Like, I mean. Seasons past, current seasons, whatnot, and they just keep getting better as new parts come out to to make their their existing fashion even better. So yeah. So Techno Viking twenty two over on TikTok has put a. It's a I figured it's probably the Syntheseps or the yeah the Syntheseps with the with the red cordage and blue cordage coming out of it. No, no, it's it's the uh, NPA Weir Walker Gauntlets give the kind of the things. The oh, scatterhorn really? plate, 
the Ringwalker Greaves, the Midnight Exigent Mark, and the Braytech uh, Snow Helm, or S-N-O Helm, uh, makes, makes you look like Bane. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. And then what was the other one? The other one was, oh, I'm sorry, a Titan set again. Oh, favoritism of, of Titans here. But it's a Golden Age kind of uh, spacesuit. So you've got the Lost Pacific Helm, the survivor, uh, Survival of the Strong Gauntlets, the Lost Pacific Plate, the Rocket Scientist, which is the Lion Ramparts ornament, the exotic boots, and the Moonfang X7 Mark. And uh, Techno Viking again over on uh, TikTok. So go and check out Techno Viking because he's obviously got some really good bits. Up of on the stream right now, I have something called Spider Sides oh, on Spider YouTube. Sides, yes. That's Spider C I D E S. Spider Charlie India Delta Echo Sierra, all one word, right? And he has all kinds of builds. Like right here, right on the front, Doctor Doom. If you want to be if you're a hunter and you want to be Doctor Doom, boom, right there. Um. Assassin's Creed armor for all of them. Um, he tells you to vote like Spider because he's already got builds set up to look like other people if you vote Spider. The Headless Horseman over there. There you go. Uh, for those of you that have seen uh, The Boys, he's got Homelander, Black Noir, uh, Soldier Boy. He can be Skeletor, uh, Higgs, Monaghan, freaking uh, Peacemaker, and that's a Titan build right there. He has all kinds of, it's not just hunters, he's got for all kinds of stuff. And I'll show you how to do like Red Hood for, this one's Red Hood for a warlock. There's also Red Hood for a hunter, he's got later on. I can show you how to be Darth Vader if you want to be, Hellboy. I mean, it just goes on and on. Moon Knight right here, it actually does look a lot like Moon Knight. Wow, look at that. Um, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on, guys. So if you're ever struggling for your fashion game or Deadpool, he's got like 9,000 ways to make Deadpool. <laughs> so if you're a Deadpool fan, there you go. It puts a lot, um, of, a lot of effort in, doesn't he, old spider side? This is whole site. His whole site is just making mm-hmm. fashion. Yeah. Yeah. So check him out, man. He's got a lot of cool stuff. The Scarlet Spider right there. Wolverine. I mean, you name it. You can probably find it on his site. On his it. If you want to be Pennywise the Clown. What? Yeah. So... Really, really good place to go if you're looking for fashion in general. So then after you've done that, you want to don your drippiest design and let them know with the hashtag drown in the drip. That sounds so bad. That was the best they could come up with. Down in the drip. Oh, my God. Bungie, why do you make it so easy? Uh, Yeah, I'm quiet. Uh, yeah, I was I was laughing at drowning the drip. You didn't hear that? No. Hmm. Okay. We've discussed this. Your microphone mutes you at various different points, and I we never no, know. I think it mutes me. People hear me. I think I think you're having an issue because you're you're bouncing up for me too. I think yeah. you got issues, bud. No, I have no issues. Mm-hmm. No. But what I what I what I have I have eighteen ten light now, which means that I am ready now. Now. Now? Now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I needed a helmet, which was the first drop from the dungeon that I needed this week. And I was like, that's it. 1810. Here I go. I was, you know, last season I was planning to get to 1810, but, you know, circumstances prevented that. I wasn't doing the dungeon. I wasn't doing the raid every five minutes. It's just, I had to just do what I could do, which was kind of the odd nightfall here and there to get the 200K score. 
you know, a couple of the the story stuff. You know, sure. I, I'm so, a poor, poor peasant when it comes to kind of time. I guess so, man. I've been I've been I know eighteen ten since ages. the middle of last season. <laughs> How are you finding? Anyway. That? Are you finding because I know Bungie haven't said anything about next season whether they're going to raise the the light level to get us to grind again. Would you be happy at just being eighteen ten for the rest of the year at least until yeah. delightful? I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want light level to be a thing anymore. I, I don't like it. But is that are you are you saying that because then that frees you up to actually play the game and enjoy the game or you yeah. are you saying that you know you don't want that so that you can then go away and play other games no it frees me to play this game that i want to right so i don't have to grind for half a season to do a grandmaster right yeah. like when it comes out boom i'm in it and i love that right when the raid comes out boom i'm in it right everybody's on the same level playing field man I, I, I enjoy the fact that we didn't have to go up and light level this season at all. I really, really did, you know? Mm. Because to me, it seemed like a continuation from last season. I just kept going on. Yeah, we got new stuff to do, but I don't have to grind light. Woo! Let's go, right? Yeah. So it's it's that much more fun for me. And especially with the new weapons that are coming out, right? Now that I'm 1810, they're all dropping at, at, at the light levels they need to be at. And I don't have to worry about infusing anything. I don't have to worry about messing around, you know? Now, some drop at 1800, which I then have to infuse up to 1810, which is fine, right? But it's just, it's so much easier this way, I think. You know, other people might find it different. Other people might find that now some of the, quote, grind has been taken away. I don't think so. Because you still got to grind for your god rolls, Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather take the time to grind for my god rolls, or take my time to go. Because I just now, uh, before before the show started, I did a, I did a solo flawless in a in a dungeon, not a dungeon. Uh, Lost sector. Thank you. Right, because I didn't have to worry about light level or anything like that. I just went in there with a good build, did what I needed to do, ran it two or three times, got a helmet that I wanted, and I'm out. You know, it's such a good feeling to just be able to do the content I want to do without having to worry about am I too under light, man? It's yeah. a good feeling. Um, yeah, that, that's the way I'm kind of feeling is that it's it does just free you up. You don't have to worry about that grind of worrying to get to 1810. You mm -hmm. can passively upgrade your artifact mm -hmm. to increase your light level that way, even though that gets removed at the beginning of each season. That's That's not an issue for me. And people that want to kind of save up bounties and progress that faster and for you know quicker than anybody else will do that it, the next season and you know there's there's no biggie with that to be honest like you said we're ready for grandmasters now other people that have kind of taken their time to get through last season and possibly this season won't have an issue and then anybody that's kind of coming in either this season or midway through this season to go into the next season hopefully if they don't raise the light it's it's just nice and even playing field for everybody to then come into, and yeah, it, it shouldn't really be. I I see where they wanted to kind of they just wanted to keep the engagement with the thing, but probably the best way to keep people engaged is like you said, put the grind of into the weapons and the armor and the things that we can do in game rather than mm -hmm. kind of chasing that light level. But, you know, and believe it or not, it actually opens up the player pool too because mm -hmm. you know let's let's stop and think about it like. Before when light level was a thing, let's let's look two seasons ago, right? When my brother got, got back on, right? He was too low light to do a dungeon or to do a raid or do anything like that, right? Yeah. So now that everybody's getting like you've caught up, right? So now 
if I need to go do something, you know, it's like, hey, let's go do a dungeon. I don't have to worry about you being like, I don't know, is my light high enough? Yeah. Yeah, it should be, right? <laughs> or let's go do a raid. You know, we don't have the excuse of people not being high enough light is no longer a factor. And that, I think, opens up the player pool a great deal because now so many more people are able to participate in some of these late game activities that couldn't do it before because they just didn't have enough time, you know, between work, kids, being a dad, mom, whatever, right? They didn't have enough time. But now that they've had two seasons to catch up, right, because the power creep hasn't been going on without them, now they can go on and they can be like, you know what? I'm finally 1810. Let's go do a thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's got to make them feel good, and it makes me feel good knowing I've got that many more people to be able to do activities with instead of, you know, having a smaller pool, you know? I, I just think them not messing with light level is a good thing overall. I, that's my opinion. Now, I was, when I was talking to Noble this week, he was saying about the dungeon weapons aren't really up to anything that he's kind of interested in. Is that across the board? Is there something... Or are you looking for dungeon weapons as well? Actually, no. I, I mean, I've looked into the dungeon weapons and nothing caught my eye, honestly. Okay. What did catch my eye is the armor. The dungeon armor's got to be some of the best-looking armor they've come out with in a long time. And, like I told Michael last night, which got him hooked, he's all like, man, I don't want to do the dungeon. I'm like, I think you do. He goes, why? I'm like, the, the armor's great. He goes, eh, it's okay. I was like, dude, the armor is RGB compliant. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah. You put photo finish on the armor, the whole thing does RGB cycling. A whole armor. Not just like not just like a little line of the armor here or there. The whole armor is RGB. And for a hunter, our cloak is a ghostly cloak, and part of our chest piece is ghostly too. So it's ah, it's just beautiful armor, dude. No, the weapons, meh. There might be some hidden gems that I haven't really taken a look at. Aesthetically, they're not really doing it for me except for the harpoon one the the harpoon um glaive aesthetically looks great but the rolls on it are just meh it's just another solar glaive you know which doesn't make any sense because it's it's the, the whole the whole thing is about being in the depths of the methane sea right so why didn't they give us you know uh a stasis glaive we don't have a stasis slave to begin with. This would have been the perfect dungeon to give us a stasis slave, considering how the depths of methane are supposed to be freezing, you know? And yeah, and, and they gave us a solar glaive. I'm just like, why? Why would you do this? But it looks good. I'll give that. It looks good. But other than that, I don't really see any... Again, I might be missing out on stuff. Some people are saying there's no survivors... Submachine gun is supposed to be really, really good against the mortals. They also said the same thing about the the submachine gun that looks half taken. So, I mean, if you're struggling with the mortals in PvP, that might be some good rolls for you, I guess. But other than that, it's just a lot of meh. But the armor, definitely the armor is the way to go. But the problem is that once you've got the armor set that you mm -hmm. want, you can kind of transmog it in put it on all your other characters yep. and it w works really well with shaders i didn't realize i kind of put on the helmet and oh, yeah. the any kind of shade it kind of it does this kind of shaded like m moving thing on it and uh, mm -hmm. the photo finish from the guardian games is a pretty cool one where it changes the colors really RGB, nice. baby yeah so yeah that was that was good fun so 
I mean, I, I'm interested in the weapons, but I think the thing is with I'm I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed with weapons, not just recently, but just in general over the last I'd say six months because. I'm in that position of not being able to play it as much. So I'm now getting behind with my red borders that I'm get that I should have been trying to get collected. And I think I kind of it was one of the seasons where I missed out on I think it was Season of the Haunted. I missed out on getting the red borders for the scout rifle, which was the first one to kind of mm, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to get all the red borders for it. And then the following seasons, because my time limit uh, because my time was kind of so constricted. Uh, it was like because I wasn't going and doing those specific things to generate the red borders, I then missed out on the Ikelos weapons or some of the mm-hmm. Ikelos weapons. And it's kind of just been this snowballing effect of now I've got to the point of do I really care about getting all the red borders or am I now just going to be selective in which weapons I want for to kind of craft? Do Do I really need to spend the time crafting or is there going to be another weapon next season that is going to be better than this one Mm. you see what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm kind of it's not that i'm not engaged i really 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 want to be engaged with collecting these things and getting everything but i don't know if i've got so far behind that it's going to cause me an issues and yes i've got those uh ciphers that i've now got in the, the the like battle pass that i can then once I get the weapon to drop, add it, add a red border to it to then extract it again. But uh, yeah, it's just the the amount of weapons that come through. Uh, just I, I think it was I think Jarv was on the Last Word podcast this week, and he was basically saying just nuke my whole vault. He said the stuff that's in my vault I don't use, and I'm I was Ooh. I was thinking I was thinking to be honest, I'm pretty much the same. I mean, I keep the weapons because I don't know whether they're going to be good for a season coming up or an old weapon that doesn't have perks or barrels or a scope anymore that if they reissue it is is this one going to be better than the one they've reissued kind of thing so i keep things like that and i was thinking you know that would make my life a lot easier if they just nuked everything and started fresh Mm, but then who would grind at that point well you'd probably Grind again and just go back through and get different weapons and different armors and things. See, that's what that's exactly why I don't play. My brother wants me to play so bad this game called um Path of Exile, right? A Path of the Exile, yeah. And it's like Diablo if you want to get your Diablo fixed, but they have they have seasons, right? Yeah. And at the end of every season, they do exactly that. They nuke your vault, and you have to start over. And I tried it a couple of seasons, and I just got really, really angry. No, Just I couldn't. Like, no, I couldn't do that. If every season have something nuked, I mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind like maybe every two to three years there'd be an excuse. I mean, I didn't mind going from Destiny One to Destiny Two with them saying that you know you wouldn't be able to take anything apart from your character. I to, did to the next game. I mean, why we've now re-earned most of our exotics back? Zalo uh, 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 Supercell is a big reason why. <laughs> Yeah, but they've given you a different weapon that... No, they have not. This one does not heal you. Shut up. I'm tired of... Oh, this is all I'll sell you to point out. No, no it, doesn't, it doesn't heal I you. I didn't say it healed you. I just said you, they've given you a different version of it. So they then can't bring back the Zalo Supercell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They gave us the Risk Runner, and they've now given us... I can't remember this new one. Um, What's it called? The... 
Who's the more what's it? Who's the more what's it? <laughs> yeah, the technical term for the new weapons. It's called the who's the more what's it, and uh-huh. it, it shoots arc. So yeah, there you go. The who's the more what's it, and it shoots arc. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, the who's who's the more what's it is called the centrifuge. But oh, okay, that one. Yeah. That one. They, they, yeah, I, I don't know what to say to be honest. It's just not a lot to say, man. Because like, I mean, we're winding down. Basically, everybody's just ready for the next season. You know what I mean? Um, no, they're not because we've still got three weeks of story left to go. Um, as they're saying in the twelve, we have you know dungeons and things left to go. Not dungeons. We've got grandmasters coming up. That I'm looking forward to. Yeah, grandmasters will be returning earlier this season. Uh, and again, these will not be the Grandmaster node select. So it'll only be the Grandmaster for the Nightfall or the featured Nightfall for this week, which is the Light Blade. And this means that you'll have a chance to earn exotic materials and adept weapons and Nightfall ciphers for crafting adept. Oh, weapons. I forgot about the ciphers. Yeah, we. But do you really want to play the Grandmaster version of the Light Blade? It's a hard I mean, one. I have. Yeah, it's a hard one, and it's Actually, a hard one. A lot of things have become significant. E- <sighs> I'm tripping over myself. It's a lot of these easier. supposedly really, really hard ones have become significantly easier with the introduction of uh, Strand. Yes. Because you, know? you can yeah. strand over that whole area with the moths and the lanterns, can't you, apparently? Mm-hmm. Yep, and there's, there's two. The, I've been rocking a Strand build where I just infinitely levitate everything. You know, and by the time they fall, I have another grenade. By the time they fall, I have another grenade. By the time they fall, I have another grenade. I have a dodge. I have, you know, whatever, right? Just I can just levitate them forever. Hit them with the 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 wish and the bow, which gives me a ton of super, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've soloed a lot of stuff I couldn't solo before because of strand, right? And if you have more than one person rocking strand, it's even better. And now with, especially with that new warlock helmet, dude. That warlock helmet is a game changer. I don't you care what wear y'all that on say. A hunter, though. Huh? You can't wear that on the hunter. I don't care. I'll have a warlock in my team with that helmet just so he can infinitely shoot a freaking um trace rifle, dude. Right? Because trace rifles have so many benefits. The new trace rifle that 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 gives your teammates armor um is gonna be great. Uh have him rocking the freaking um the divinity is going to be great. Have him rocking Coldheart is going to be great. Have him rocking um, the one that does AOE fire damage and just ignites everything is going to be great. You know, just that that opens so many possibilities, right? One question. And then though. you can still have the well. You can still have the well while having this helmet and just nuking everything with choice rifles. One question, though. Is it going to be great? Huh? Just checking. What do you mean? Is it going to be great? Because you kept saying it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Gonna it be great. is. I was just going to check it. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really, really looking forward to it. And and I tr- I'm trying to build right now that um, plunder the booty uh, put out there, and it's it's a build that I already had, but he uses it in a different way. He uses uh, the um, oh gosh, those boots that give you like infinite freaking dodges. Radiant dance machines. Yeah, he uses radiant dance machines because now they've been they've been changed so that every time I get a kill, it extends that extra dodge or whatever, and that helps out a lot too. 
right? I wouldn't say it makes my build 10 times better. It's just a different version of my build, right? So that's another way to just keep things just infinitely suspended. Mm. So... Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, to Grandmasters coming up, and especially the Lightblade one, because you know what? Even if they're Lightblades, you can't hit me if you're suspended, bud. <laughs> he can still hit you. Huh? He can still hit you. Well, not when he's suspended, no sir. So yes, the Grandmaster node for the selecting will be coming on week 7, which is July 4th. So if you're interested in, in gilding your title, that will be the week to can then go and Select whichever Grandmaster you like and guild that. But they did let us know that the Adept version of the Wendigo GL3 Heavy Grenade Launcher will be available this coming week. So if you need a Wendigo GL3 Heavy Grenade Launcher... Got it. And a Adept one... Got next it. Next week in the Lightblade will be your week. And then, if you're wondering, the Loaded Question Fusion Rifle will be the week after. And then the final week, week six, will be the Braytek Osprey Rocket Launcher. And they will be adept versions of those available. Hold on, before you said the Bray tag, what was what was the one you said before that? The loaded question. Loaded question. That's a fusion, fusion. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Loaded question is a high impact frame, slow firing, and high damage. This weapon is more accurate when stationary, moving slowly, and aiming down sights. So it comes with a base impact of ninety-five, range of fifty-two, and stability of twenty-five, handling of twenty-five, reload of nineteen. Aim assist of 66, zoom of 15, and airborne effectiveness of 4. The charge time is 960 with a magazine of 5 and a recoil direction of 77. It can roll Excellent. with a reservoir burst, which is the perk that it came with initially, which is Auto-loading. when the battery is full, your next burst deals additional damage and causes enemies to explode on death. Controlled bursts, landing every shot in a burst, grants this weapon increased damage and reduces charge time for a short duration. Harmony. Uh, Pugilist, Eye of the Storm, and Frenzy, with Firmly Planted, Under Pressure, Demolitionist, Envious Assassin, Overflow, and Autoloading Holster. Wow. And it's an arc. The one you can pull from collections has Reservoir Burst and Autoloading. Yes, because that's... That's the... in collections, dude. That's pretty good. Is it uh, one that can be infused, though? That's the question. No, nah, it's a legacy item. Yeah. So, and, and the Braytek Osprey will be coming with destabilizing rounds, Bipod, which is the new one, which is increases rocket launcher ammo and reserves, but reduces bl- damage blast radius and reload speed, Golden Tricorn, Chain Reaction, Frenzy, and Lasting Impressions with Field Prep, Pulse Monitor, Keep Away, Envious Assassin, Autoloading Holster. And cluster bombs. Oh, boom. And that is a void. So heavy... Cluster bombs are coming back. Are they going to buff them or are they still going to be ass yeah. nine? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Base blast radius of 90, velocity of 41, stability of 55, aim assist of 69. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's a home pack frame again. So, so those are your, your two that are returning the week after this. In the Grandmasters, there might be ones to look out for. Uh, Supremacy is back in the Crucible. Who knew that it was going to be that quick? You know, we had Guardian Games. They went away for a couple of weeks, and then they went. You know what? We're going to add Supremacy to the Relentless Rotator and really mess with Night Demon when he wants to do his little 
grids and, and charts of what's actually coming up in the Relentless Crucible rotator list? Because there was only three things. There was like Rift, um, what else? We have Zone Control and Clash, but now we've added Supremacy to that. So there's four in the Relentless and three in the normal Crucible rotator. So I guess it mixes things up, which is quite nice. So for those of you who got a taste of Supremacy during Guardian Games and want more, congratulations. It will be added to the Relentless Crucible Rotator starting next week. So this week coming up on Tuesday, you'll be able to play more Supremacy. Uh, again, collect the crests. I'm loving it. Save the crests from your fallen allies and you get points for picking up the crest. You don't get the points for the kill, you get the points for the crest. Oh, yeah. okay now. They said that, you know, there's more Randy's throwing knives that they're going to throw at you if you want to go in there and get stuff. So keep an eye on Cascade Point or Box Breathing for this one. Then they say, trust me. I'm not sure. Cascade Point, maybe. But, but I, I got a, a ton of Randy's throwing knives by just playing Iron Banner. And I know Parody did as well. So, yeah. I don't think anything much has changed with supremacy i did hear that they've added a mercy rule which is wasn't in the garden supremacy game which, which which mode is that the one where you, you you shoot the lads uh they drop a crest you pick up the crest ah. you get the point yeah okay. or you get baited into picking up the crest you get <laughs> inches away from getting the crest you get shot. The <laughs> so they then pick up two crests yeah yeah yep yeah that one that's the one you know that was an old world war ii tactic where they'd leave the wounded out in the open. Yeah. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't need to go that far into it, but you get it. You get it. But yeah. what I don't get is why I owe Callie an apology. Because Steak was abused. Well. Bungie would like to talk to us. And why? What did was. Callie ever do to us? And what's our murderous problem, hey? Uh loot? Isn't uh, that always the answer? <laughs> yes i think that's basically what it is it's a, it's yeah. a, we all kind of uh, i mean I, I did tell people about this last week because i thought it was something that was going to be patched very very soon which was the double loot that was a- available from the last wish by just defeating cali over and over and over again Bungie just basically want to say to you they're gonna stop it and you'll only be able to get one so sad face Sorry, my child was yelling you're only gonna get one what the drops, you know, the red border drops that people were farming. So this is for. Uh, that's how they're solving that. Yeah, issue. if if you didn't realize that there is a quest that you can pick up from Hawthorne, who is in the tower, who is the oh that and okay. yeah, 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 to go and do the last wish raid because the last wish raid weapons now are craftable red borders. Yes, they are. And what people found is that once they completed the quest, they could then go back into the last wish raid mm-hmm. and just play that first boss for old Callie over and over and over again, and she would drop red-bordered weapons. And all of them. Get, all of them. Not, not just one yeah. set. Yeah, All of them. You would get double progress as well for dismantling or taking out the red borders. So this is why people have been kind of... No, no, no. No, you wouldn't get, no, no, no. You wouldn't get double progress. Here's, yes, you were. No, here's where that came in. Okay, trust oh. me, you weren't. Okay. Okay. You tell me. Uh, the double progress thing is because when you would go to Hawthorne, right... Um, you got to pick what weapon you wanted to have the red border, right? Yeah. So what would happen is you picked the weapon from her. Let's say you wanted the, the rocket launcher, right? Yeah. She would give you progress towards the rocket launcher red border, and you get a red border rocket launcher, right? Yeah. 
And then if you dismantle that rocket launcher, now that's where the double progress came from. That has been resolved. So now, like, if you get, like, uh, the red borders from from Callie herself or whatever, you don't get double progress for that. Trust me. You don't okay. get double progress for those. And, and yeah, no, that you only get you only get single progress for those if you dismantle those. So, but what you did get is you were getting double drops. Okay, um, what happens is if you killed was- Callie, if just outright you'd get a single drop. But if you cleared all the plates before killing Callie, right, and you spawned all three ogres, what's going to happen then is you're going to get Callie's normal drop. And then you're going to get the challenge drop, because that's the challenge, is clearing all the plates. So you got the Cali drop and the challenge drop, therefore you got double drops. And you had two chances to get the red borders. So, that's where all them shenanigans come into play. We do like a, sh- a couple of shenanigans. I do like shenanigans. But, your boy Respawn was not being favored, because all I wanted was the scout rifle and the pulse rifle. And what did your boy get? Your boy got the rocket launcher. Your boy got the hand cannon. I got the basically everything except the scout rifle and the the pulse rifle. So she was not being a friend of mine that day. Not at all. She's a mean, mean witch. She's a mean lady, is she? She is. And she won't stop moving that daggum head, dude. Uh, they've got some art and movies in the movies of the week and art of the week in the 12 this week, but they have some fixes coming next week. So the Destiny 2 update 7.1.0.2 will be deployed on June 13th. Although we'll have our usual patch notes, patch notes available uh, the moment it's available, we wanted to give you a preview of some of the implemented fixes. First, a reminder that the extra rewards awarded by the weekly Last Wish quest the one handed by Hawthorne was not intentional and it's going away starting on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You'll only get one deep sight weapon from it since that was always the plan. You'll still earn at least one other each week because of the final chest after dumping Riven's heart gives one per account. Mm-hmm. One. But you don't get to pick that one like every other raid where mm-hmm. you get to pick. This one doesn't. It's a random drop. But when the, you, 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 still have, the heart. you still have a few days if, if you're listening to this now live. So have mm-hmm. a few days to kind of do that. Now for a few exotic fixes. This update will re-enable the Vesper of Radius for the Warlocks, uh, since it won't have such an explosive behaviour with certain weapons anymore. Sunbraces will have their increased duration of solar grenades restored, and after Saladin has had a very long conversation with Kepri's Horn, the strange interactions that this Titan Helmet allowed have been fixed, so it will be re-enabled. Oh, good. Strange interactions, game-ending interactions. No, 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 not game-ending. Is yeah, dude, it was game-ending. Did you not see or try the cheat? I, I, I might have. Yeah. So I you ha- know, I when you successfully pull it off, the game is over. The game ends. No, I didn't. I didn't do the the crucible thing. I did the thing where you could put it in front of doors to stop enemies coming out of. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be sorted, but. Finally, to name a few other fixes, we also have one for the issue that allowed certain grenades to go through barricades and a ward of dawn. And we are toning down the... Oh, that was unintentional? No. Yeah. Oh, nice. I thought that they just really buffed the hell out of Titans, and I was very upset. Oh, I had a whole rank on, but okay, if it was unintentional, I I get that. All right, that's fine. And they're also toning down the new 
collective action perk in PvP, and this is 10% damage buff instead of 20%, and we're giving the new Mercurial Overreach competitive sniper rifle a bigger reticle when scoping in, so it's easier to use. And then the rest of the patch notes will be coming out on June 13th. And also with that, normally what happens, what they did say a couple of weeks back, and I just want to remind people, is that with these patches, when they do go live, the game will go down for a, a longer period um, because they want to make sure it's working because they've had issues in the past. So it could be down, I think last time it was down for at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours before it came back online. So, yeah. Just be aware of that. Mm -hmm. And then continuing mm -hmm. into Parody's player support report, because he's not here. Trials of Osiris Emblem. The dazzling inter iridescent Trials Emblem was meant to be rewarded to the best of the best of the best of the best of the best. Those who Oh, could, that's where you gotta get good twice. I heard this one. Those who could go flawless while earning a Flight of the Pigeon medal. Uh, oh. leading the score in the entire game in every win along the way. Ultimately, an issue caused this emblem to be awarded to anyone who made it to the lighthouse at all. Which, while still a challenge, made seeing the emblem a little more common than we'd hoped. In this upcoming patch, they'll be removing it from you. No, they won't be removing it. No. Uh, they're, they're just basically... You just can't equip it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Starting with week four's trials on June 16th, the emblem will no longer drop from the flawless chest for those who have not achieved the requirement on their way to the lighthouse. Those who've already had the emblem, meaning those players who went flawless in week one or who go flawless in this upcoming weekend, will be able to retain the emblem in their collections but will not be able to equip the emblem unless they complete the requirements after the patch goes live. So, so get good again. <laughs> yeah, get good again. Yeah, no, you you you, you got to go flawless again to, to be able to equip it. Yeah, yeah. If you're good, you're mm. gonna get it. If you're not good, uh, hope sorry about bad luck. Hope At least it's in your inventory, even if you can't equip it, right? So, but they, they they have said that they do understand. In some cases, this will mean that people who rightfully earn the emblem must re-earn it a second time if they want yeah. to equip it. Yeah. But they felt that it was a necessary step to retain the origin, original intent of the emblem. Honestly, I'm I'm upset for you PvP players. I'm upset for you guys. That's BS. It is. Like, it's, it's it's a pain that you know. That you might as someone that's tried and has still yet to see the lighthouse, I feel for you, bro. I do, especially that guy that finally did it for the first time ever, and now Bungie's like, yeah, well, you can't have it. Ooh, I'd be steaming. Oh, I don't even what, know. What people, what people are steaming about is the advanced focusing. So, due to an issue causing exotic focusing yeah, not granted intended too. rewards, we have temporarily disabled the advanced decryption focusing. Precision decryption focusing will continue to be available as we investigate. The Eververse interface, some UI pricing elements in Eververse will be disabled with the release of 7.1.0. That one that's coming on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, note that the displayed price is the correct one. And then the current known issues, although there is a long list of issues that you, if you want to kind of report one, it's hashtag help forum. And there is a known issues page, which we always link in our show notes. Uh, due to an issue with Kepri's Horn, the Titan Exotic Helmet has been disabled, but they did just say that they're going to re-enable that. So I don't know why it's still in the known issues. The Helm of Saint-14. That uh, apparently is not functioning as expected. Basically, it wasn't blinding people that were in the bubble. But then why didn't they just say that? I don't know, but that's what's wrong. Okay. It wasn't blinding people that went in the bubble. 
Players can get stuck outside the final boss area after self-reviving in the Ghost of the Deep dungeon. So yep. don't do that. Yep. Also, that's not a bad thing, believe it or not. That's actually kind of a good thing, because if you're struggling and somebody dies out there, that means your team cannot wipe as long as they don't come back in. Just have them stay out there, guys. Make sure they don't get kicked to orbit. And just have them stay out there. It's, it's a nifty little cheese. So it does sound like a nifty little cheese. Mm -hmm. Spending salvage keys after a salvage activity is not providing progress towards the spend salvage keys triumph as intended, and is instead progressing the spend deep dive keys triumph. Well, yeah, that's, that's an issue. Uh, the bump in the night weapon pattern triumph requires the season 17 season pass. That's also a big issue because we're not on season 17, nowhere near it. The right. standard fair bounty does not gain progress on kinetic weapons. The Warlock Courtier Long Coat Chest Ornament has a gap beneath the right arm. The Veritas Brow Perk, the fourth magic, is not functioning correctly in PvP. The New Pacific Epitaph Grenade Launcher is doing less damage than intended to Stasis Crystals. And for a full list of emergent issues in Destiny 2, players can review our known issues article. And then if you have an issue, hashtag help for them. And that, that is your, your twid this week. I'm not going to get used to that anytime soon. No, it, it sounds weird. It, yeah, it's, I mean, it's going to sound weird. They should have totally made it twat this week at Destiny. No, you know they're not going to. No, but they should have. You know what? We're going to make it that. Because it, it wasn't called this week. It, it wasn't called a twab till last across called it a twab. And then it caught on, right? So you know what? We're, we're going to call it a twat. Definitely. No, I, I don't that's, think that's, it's, it's that's not going to be work. our thing. It, it's got to work. It's got to work, man. Come on. This week at Destiny. Right? 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 I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. M makes perfect sense to me. What do you think? T-Rex, Dimly, you guys in the chat, what do y'all think? Quat? Quat's better than Twid, right? <laughs> well, I totally missed that. Now, we got a question. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I did answer it with uh, a very funny answer, and I wasn't serious. But we got a question over on our YouTube page. Maybe so from Maybe Taron, he asked, I was wondering, after the final shape, what do you think will happen to the podcast? Nothing to do with the game. He, he wants to know what's happening with the podcast. Obviously, he loves the podcast. And I put that we would sell it on to DCP as one of their many offshoots uh, and make a fortune. I was only joking. But I think, to be honest, in answering that question, the, the podcast will continue as long as there is destiny to talk about. Mm. And it has a bright future, but we won't know where destiny, the game is going until the live showcase, which is in August when they would go back over or they reveal what's happening in the final shape. And then, destiny as a whole going forward after that but if you think about it if you think back and i know a lot of people kind of forgotten about this is that i think the reason why they went with sony was to partner with them to do films tv shows etc etc so there is more coming down the pipeline that we don't know about as yet so it'd be really nice if we could sit and discuss a a destiny tv program or a, a cartoon or a film or something else that is coming down the line with destiny so i i see that this is although we've been going for quite some years the, this is kind of only early years of what destiny is going to be and become in the future so the podcast will continue as long as we're mentally stable enough to continue it and <laughs> our, our partners allow us to continue it and there's destiny to talk about yeah we're probably going to be covering that marathon stuff too because i mean if it's a bunch of game that's coming out even though I, that doesn't sound like a genre that I'm interested in, 
I'll probably end up playing it just for the sake of the show. You know, seeing what's going on. I mean, I might like it. Who knows? I mean, this cycle over here, if it has to do with Destiny, I'll play it. It's like, oh, yes! Well, no, I mean, with Marathon, I think if if it has if it has something that needs to be that people need to know each week, then it is worth talking about. And if there's sure. enough people that are interested in talking about it, like there always is with Destiny, you know, there's always something going on. There's always, you know, right. a cheese or a cheat or uh, a trick, a tip. We always kind of point people in that direction. Is if you if you haven't heard of these people like the cheese forevers, like the spider sides that do the builds. The, the people that that put a lot more effort in to doing stuff and finding stuff out for you to help you in the game if we can help push you in that kind of push you in that direction then we will you know if we know about it then we're trying to help people with going forward so yeah and i think you know even if destiny does die or whatever you know what i mean it's like who's to say that there won't be you know another popular game out there that will cover you know not necessarily marathon but just like Kind of in general, no. you know what I mean. Don't say that because I remember when you wanted to start an anthem podcast. Well, I mean, if Destiny goes, if, if the final shape <laughs> is it, there's no more content coming after that. There is going to then, be. yeah, you know, we'll see when we get to that point. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, I I, I don't want to change genres. You know, I don't really want to change games or whatever. But like, yeah, I mean, if, if it comes down to it, people like the show, people like hearing us, so we got to have something to talk about, you know, unless yeah. of course you can sell it for lots of bread, in which case, sorry guys, we're out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think DCP will buy us. No, absolutely not. The <laughs> next Destiny killer, right? The next Destiny killer is Destiny. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Now Destiny 3 for mobile. That's right. We still got Destiny 3 coming out for mobile. Don't no, forget about that, them. guys. Sure no, we, we do. Haven't. No, we haven't. Sure we do. That wasn't an April Fool's joke or anything. But what would you like to see going forward with the Lightfall? Would you like to see? I mean, I know we, I know we're possibly getting Cade back as Cade, but going forward with the the we're way that getting this... him back, everybody keeps saying that. No, no, no. He's but, just okay. guiding us through the final shape, man. I know parodies convinced. Oh, they're not going to bring back Nathan Fillion just for that one thing. They won't. Well, they could. No, they, they absolutely no, could. There's no way. There's come no on. way. You don't pay Nathan Fillion to come back and just do one little stint. If Nathan you got Fillion... Sony money, you do. No. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, you do. listening to other people and listening to the way that the uh, like the story is kind of panning out this season with Ziva Arath. And you don't want Ziva Arath to be a kind of a mid-tier boss. Um, I thought that if they put her in the dungeon, that would kind of make her a kind of mid-tier boss. You need to kind of end of campaign dungeon not dungeon um raid kind of boss you gave oryx a boss uh, like a, a end of campaign and dungeon uh the witch queen savathun we got didn't really kind of kill her because there's complications the there. there there's complications yeah. there with amaru yeah 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 and amaru but, is such a strong name too man that's a hell of a ghost name amaru yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it means in Japanese that, or anything like that, but it just sounds. But that hive system was end of a campaign, a very long campaign, which was very good. So, I I don't think they're going to trivialize Ziva Arath in that way. And what I was thinking was that do they bring Ziva Arath back and somehow I don't know if they would bring back Crota's End Raid 
but like I've said in the past, may expand it slightly so that it incorporates maybe some of the ideas that they originally had with that being a shorter, that was just kind of the shorter version of the Oryx raid, wasn't it? Maybe they do uh, like a, a no, Crota plus it's, a little it's bit been extra. A minute. The Crota's end is where you've, you get, at the very end, you got to hit them with a sword to make them kneel, and then you could do damage, right? Yeah. But imagine, okay. imagine after you did Crota's end and the big eye in the sky kind of sucked you in and you went to another part of a raid and it was kind mm. of an extension of the Crota's end raid and it really wowed people because they wouldn't see this coming. And then that's why you would have to then fight Ziva Arath before we even got into the final shape where we have to deal with the witness. Or do are they making the final shape a bigger, bigger kind of experience for destiny players so that the final shape we will have to deal with zuva arath as a final boss for the story to start off with go with me on this one story to start off with so we get a big story campaign and zuva arath is the big bad and we do it's kind of oryx take on it so we deal with her in the story and then we have to deal with her in a raid but then there's another big story towards the end of the final shape as big as kind of witch queen as big as kind of uh yeah i mean i'd i'd really like to see i think they've got to do this chaos i want to see i want to see um what's her face come in as an actual ally no more this lies bulge bs because she doesn't have the ghost anymore to perpetuate that but just savathun come out and be an ally just straight up no more this double talk no more this backward speak you know, Amaru revives her. We understand that she is not our enemy after seeing what we've seen so far, hearing what we've heard, realizing that she actually protected us from uh, the Nightmare King, right? I mean, we've learned a lot since we, you know, incapacitated her, right? Yeah. So a lot has come to light that shows her that she's actually done lots of things to benefit us, you know, as what could be considered an ally, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to see a world because we've, we've already started working with people that, I mean, in the Fallen, we have Fallen allies. We have Cabal allies. Why not have we a freaking we Hive ally? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. The final shape is all of us ganging up against the witness. That would be awesome. The thing you is, know? though, when you're revived as a guardian and technically she should be revived as a guardian, she mm. won't remember who she was or is. or. Will she remember because she's, she's already been revived, though? Yes, but will she be revived and remember because she kept, she made all those memory things, didn't she? So that she does remember again and again and again. Yeah, it's, but what I'm saying is, before we killed her, she was already revived. She was revived, like like okay, so yes. yeah, we no, killed her as she remember. starts talking to the to not the witness the yeah she to she the she traveler died. and the traveler gives her a ghost and resurrects her. That was her resurrection, and. Since then, we've killed her again. Yes, but I know that we've then helped her recover her memories by doing all those different things. Yep, the with world. the worm the, the, to get our yeah. worm gun. Yep. Yeah. But will she retain that now, uh, being away from her ghost, or will she be resurrected and just not remember? Will she be? Oh, no. Now that she's been resurrected, everything she's learned since her resurrection, she'll retain. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Just like we do. You know, we don't forget stuff every time yeah, we no, get resurrected. Say, yeah, it's, it's, we only forget what happened before we were initially resurrected don't we yep so we we could be we could be like our own downfall and we could have been 
the person that ended the whole of the destiny thing and then was sent back in time through the corridors of time remember that whole thing and wow, yeah then our, that ghost resurrected us at the beginning again and we just it's an endless loop could be could be could be but i like the idea of us hanging up on on what's face i think in in the end i think it's it's gonna have to be like avengers assembled we're gonna have to get the whole team together to take down the witness. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's a good analogy. I, I think that it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be a big story. Take out Ziva Arath and possibly a raid encounter or the the raid final boss for the new final shape. And then because it's not going to be like previous years that we then move on to the next expansion. I think towards the end of the final shape, we're going to have another big story arc with another raid at the end or something a big encounter that we are kind of need to all fight together. I, I'm That's what I'm hoping is going to happen. Well, I'm that, thinking that, that would be the witness, right? Hold on. Yeah. Not to mention Finn's lore shows that your ghost can talk to light bearers while they're dead. I'm assuming the witness will be the final raid boss. Well, I hope he's the final raid boss. But yeah, but not at the beginning of the final shape. I think towards the end of that year, as we go to... what. Next year would be 2024. So 2024 is when the final shape will be released. So I'm saying that for 2024, for the first six months, we are battling Ziva Arath. And then the story then progresses after we've done that into taking out the witness. I mean, we'll probably still learn more about the witness as we're taking out Ziva Arath. But then we go into a double lot of story, uh, a bigger seasons going into the end of the final shape. Because I don't think they can do it the way that they've been doing it for like the last couple of years, where we have the initial opening, a lot of story, and the story thing of like the Witch Queen and Lightfall, and a season at the same time. We'll still get that, but then I think in season, that we'll have the season and the big story in the beginning of Lightfall. Then we'll have another season that kind of goes into mm. the second half of like like the the Harry Potter films, like the the, the final Harry Potter film where they split it into two films where there was yeah. so much stuff to get into. I think that the final shape is going to be part one and part two. There's going to be, it's going to have to be that to kind of tie up everything that we need to sort of satisfy this era of destiny and destiny mm-hmm. two. And then, I mean, it's not like they don't have enough out there, yeah. right? There's so many loose ends out there. So many, you know, but what and would you have? Like... What? I was, I was, I was going to ask you, but what would you like to see after the final shape? Would you like to see something like going back in time to the golden age of the, uh, like the Vanguard and before Kate and before Zavala, but we have new kind of Vanguard uh, leaders, but that way we wouldn't necessarily have all those exotic weapons. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't necessarily no, have once, once... exotic armors. This would be kind of the golden age, but maybe we would then discover certain things or create exotic armors and weapons and it would be way before anything that we've kind of experienced now so that they could still use the vex they could still use the fool and they could still use the cabal as enemies going forward in the hive uh, but like a prequel basically well i was going to say something to the tune of um once the existential threat of the witness has been vanquished right i would say more instead of okay you can still have hive right you can still have cabal right because there are allies right but let's say 
warlords begin to come back. Right? So yes. now you have guardians that are just, you know, now that there's no overall arching enemy to unite us, you got these warlords that's just like, you know what? I think I've earned a piece of land. This is my land. I'm going to be the warlord. And they might have some Elixir allies or some cabal, you know, guards or whatever, right? So we can still have those enemies in the game, like helping other guardians. But now the main threat isn't the aliens. The main threat is other guardians wanting to become warlords, you know? So having to find other guardian-like uh, characters, you know, I think we haven't done that yet. Because the closest we've come to that is hive guardians. Well, what about actual guardians? You know, I'd love to see actual guardians be our enemies after the final shape. You know what I mean? And I don't mean just like you know, just like you know the the regular solar uh, arc and and void like what we have now. No, I want to see darkness guardians. I want to see Strand Guardians. I want to see just these Guardians that are just coming at us with builds that we had no idea exist. You know? I mean, that would be awesome, in my opinion, to have to have Guardians as an enemy type uh, coming after the final shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think whatever it is, it's going to be interesting because I think they do need to wipe the slate clean again and have a start again with different weapons, different armors, different exotics. You know, maybe pull some of the exotics and, and make a case for that, oh, you know, this was able to travel through time and space and we were able to kind of get this. Maybe also move away from our solar system would be a good thing. Maybe this is like one of the old colony ships that went to a completely new system, went to like the uh, the Vex homeworld. And, you know, there are more than just Vex in this area there are other species that we can then fight against and fight against the darkness and the traveler's light touched us that far away as well you know so there would there would be kind of i think they could go anywhere but what might be interesting is if they tie into like a film or a story of like well this is the final shape this is how this is ending and then you need to then watch the film or you need to watch the series to see where destiny is going after this that would be quite interesting because they've tried to do that in the past with other games uh, i think it was was it quantum break did that where you played a bit of the game you then watched the tv series and the tv series was different uh, depending on how you progress through the game whereas they could do you know everybody gets to the certain point at the end of the final shape and this is the jumping off point for going into the next expansion you know you'll have a a year or so before we then or maybe two years before a year and a half maybe whatever they'll have you'll have a certain period of time after the final shape before we move into the next destiny whatever game but in the meantime what we've been developing with sony is this and this will take the story so far and explain where we're going from here i think that's probably mm. that'd be interesting yeah I mean, anything would be interesting, but, like, I mean, I really would love to see actual Guardian Warlords, you know, because we've heard about them. There's so much lore about these Warlords that that um, Shin Malfur and all these other guys were going around killing and whatnot, right? So I'd love to I'd love to experience that. I want to fight another Guardian like they used to have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and have to final death them by killing their ghost. Not crushing them like what we do with these fake ghosts that the Hive have. But actually having to use a paracausal weapon to kill their ghost, you know? Or having to use one of our light-based abilities to hit the ghost once once the Guardian's being resurrected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, just... Oh, dude. 
that'd be a hell of an enemy to fight, you know? And he would just keep coming back and get all PO'd every time he had to come back because you killed him. <laughs> I mean, they have, I mean, coming to, come to the end of the final stream, they have just so many options to go anywhere with this game. I'm sure anything they choose would be interesting, but that's just my two cents, Bungie. I mean, that's the only enemy we haven't had to fight yet is ourselves, you know? And don't, and don't say, oh, we fight each other in PvP all the time. That's not the same. No. I don't want to fight another player in PvP. I want to fight a Guardian in PvE. You know, that's what I want to do. I want to fight a Warlord, not a Guardian. Yeah, I don't want to fight a Guardian. I want to fight a Warlord, as they were back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Warlords sound cool to fight. <laughs> well, <laughs> well we've, only, you know, we've only got a couple of months before we kind of have to um, get into that. But, and, yeah. as, and like you were talking about a prequel, well, why not, as a prequel, go through some of that lore? You know, why not? Why not walk with Shin Malfur through all of his exploits? Right, that could be an expansion. Just the Shin Malfur exploit, or you know, um, Anna Bray when she gets resurrected and she goes back and finds all of her old memories or whatever. Right, you could do a lot of prequel stuff like that, or or hell, even Cade Six. Right, you know, you're talking about why why bring back Cade Six. Well, why not, you know, go back through Cade Six's one of his resurrections, you know what I'm saying? Or his first resurrection, you know, the initial one where he just, uh, you know, he is now a guardian and, you know, as a guardian, he has no idea who he was. And, you know, he goes back and starts to write and or find all of his own lore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be cool, too, you know, to go through, you know, expansion one is... Is Cade's resurrection two would be Ikora, three would be Zavala or whatever, right? You get to see our iconic um, vanguard as they were in the beginning, you know, instead of as we know them now. You know, we we as as a guardian on their fire team at the time go with them as their new lights themselves, trying to figure out what their powers are, who they are as a guardian, and what the hell happened to them. You know that. Whoo, Man, you can have so much more Destiny content if you, you know, start to dive into the lore like that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I th I think it's probably about that time that I, I give you some tips, tricks, guides, and builds. Do you think you got some? I have. I've watched. Yeah. I've watched some stuff this week, yeah, and I have. So I'd like to kick this week off by. Going over something that Respawn mentioned, which was the Chattering Bone Pulse Rifle from the Last Wish Raid. Now, Ascendant Nomad put out a video this week telling me that it was an S-tier Pulse Rifle and I need to go and get it. Oh, yes, I can't it go and is. get it, but I want to tell other people why Ascendant why Nomad is saying that it's a monster and he does a good full review on it. Oh, so it is. It's, he, Respawn says that, you know, you need to go and get it. And, um, so, it's a monster in PvE and PvP. Yeah, no, I, I don't play PvP, but that'll two tap in PvP. I know. That's, yeah. that's what Ascendant Nomad said. So oh. check out his video. No backup plans. Are they finally that good or not? So Astacross has his video going over how they now work and where to use them. I was hoping that they would be good in PvP. No, what is that? That's a Titan exotic, right? Yeah, those are the 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 punchy punchy shotgun ones, you know, with the overshields. Ah, no. Yes, they're more they're more of a PVE thing, and yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm I will probably try it out. But Astrocross has kind of 
a couple of good builds and explanation on how to use them. So check out his video. He also, I missed one a couple of weeks back where he went over the best exotic bows that now pair with the Oath Keepers for the Hunters. Now, mm-hmm. the Oath Keepers are the ones that hold the charge. And yep. the longer that you now hold the charge, the more damage it does up to a certain point, but you have to release it within a few seconds. And I, yeah. I, it was a bit confusing when they initially said this, that, you know, you hold the charge and then it will do extra damage uh, for a shorter period of time once you've fully drawn that bow. But you, you can still hold the bow and still do the Le Monarch damage tick. It will still do Leviathan's Breath. It will still, it will still do yeah. whatever the bow Basically, it still you, holds the perfect charge indefinitely. Yeah. What's changed is now when you hold the charge, you'll see a meter start to build up on your left-hand side. And the fuller that meter gets, the more damage that that arrow is going to do when you release it. But it's the initial arrow. It's not like damage ticks or anything like that. So it's the initial arrow. Correct. If you're right. using the on the wish ender, it doesn't do the the extended damage that you know penetrates. It'll do it on the initial hit. So you can still get a good damage chunk on it. But he's done all the damage testing on all the exotic bows. So go and check out his video. It's 19 minutes long, but it is worth watching if you are a bow user like Respawn mm-hmm. and I. Then, then check that out. Um, you you don't want to check out the uh, Mortal Kombat 1 trailer that they released that I watched, but you may do. Is Cade in there? Is this something you... Have you heard about this this week, Mr. Respawn? Is Cade in where? So, you know in one of the missions on Europa, where you're fighting one of the uh, technocrats or whatever, the, the, yeah. the bosses... You remember that you go to this room and you fight this boss and he has all the protective shields. And at the end of the room in the distance, there's a big glowy ball that's all got plugs in it. Uh-huh. Okay. This big glowy ball apparently apparently has changed colour and, and and the panels are glowing differently on it. And people have noticed that this week. And my name is Bife has got a video. Is Cade in there? Is his consciousness saved in this ballie on Europa? You're going to have to check the video out to find out what the Lord Daddy tells you. Interesting. Uh, what? I think you're interested, you know. Yeah. I mean, Cade, Cade has, not just Cade, but Exos in general have ways to back up their consciousness. So, I mean, is it Arcade? Is it a previous Cade? Is it the, the infamous Cade 7? You know, I mean, which Cade or is, is it? it? Nothing, and they just change the textures on the ball in the game. Could be anything. Yeah. But Legolas Flash wants you to craft a Tekken Force because it is the king of fusion rifles in Destiny 2. It's pretty good. It is. And he uses. According to Micah, it's the king in PvP. Yeah. PvP looks amazing. Check that video out. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know the fastest way to farm deep engrams? Well, Marshix has a 2 minute 52 second video on how to do that. If you want to check out the deep dive midnight week two, Week three and week one hidden secrets. Time Sausage Gaming has got you covered for that. I'm not sure if I, I put those in the last couple of weeks. So I'm just making sure that people are aware of that there are hidden secrets, messages, and stuff that you can collect from those and get tier seven rewards in this week's one. So that may be something that you need to look into if you haven't got to a tier seven yet. Tier seven rewards from what? From the deep dives. Yeah, but how do you get the rewards if you're not doing the deep dive? You, you'll have to watch the, the video from Time Sausage Gaming. Time Sausage Gaming, that's what you said. Time okay. Sausage Gaming, yes. And did you know there are six hidden collectibles in the Deep Dives, which the yes. Bavarian Triumph? Yep. Well, if you didn't know, like I didn't know, 
then Scarrow 9 has a video for you. And if you collect them all, it increases your chances at getting the, the exotic This gives you the exotic ghost in deep dives. Not For Sagan, what? It's six hidden collectibles in deep dives, not, uh -huh. not, the, not the dungeon. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, You're yeah. thinking about the calcified fragments which are in I the am. dungeon. I am, yeah. Which yeah. don't come up, collect calcified fragments, but they are the calcified fragments from the Dreadnought. So, mm. But for those, what I was saying is, for those of you that don't know, like, whenever it's like, yo, can somebody help me do the catalyst or whatever, you're like, eh, I don't want to do the catalyst, I don't have the gun, what's the point? Well, the point is, is if you help someone do the catalyst, it actually increases your chances of getting the gun yourself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so it might be worth the time to help someone get their catalyst, even if you don't have the gun. Help them get the catalyst because it does increase your chances of getting it. That's exactly how I got mine. And if you are a madman like Dimwi that we found out last week, and you want to do a solo flawless ghost of the deep dungeon, <sighs> Mattix has a complete warlock guide for you. It's 49 minutes, so it's definitely not Deacon approved, but it's worth a watch if you want to do it on your warlock. And warlocks, you know, similar to Titans these days, you know, use solar and get through anything. Their strand is pretty good too, just threadlings for days. Mm -hmm. When you have all those little soldiers doing everything for you, your survivability is pretty good. It is indeed. But yeah, I, I think that's it from my tips, tricks, guides, and builds this week. Have you got anything you want to recommend? Or um, Honestly, I did, but I, I didn't save the video, so I guess it's kind of useless. Well, tell us about it next week then. Uh, well, actually, you know what? No, uh, go check out Plunder the Booty for the... Uh, for the new um, Hunter Strand build that I was referring to earlier, it really does allow you to solo quite a few things that you didn't think you could solo before. I mean, check that out. Actually, check him out in general. I know he's a staple on our channel, but he's also got a couple of new um, Warlock and Titan builds too for a couple of the different elements that, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, check him out. He's got some good stuff that I noticed this morning when I was goofing around, so... And we always yeah. have his channel linked permanently in our show notes, along with Cheese Forever, because you never know when those guys are going to put out a good build or a good cheese that you definitely need to subscribe to. And yeah, you do. Like every day. They do oh, this okay, like every day. Well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And put Spider Sides on there too, because Spider Sides has another channel. Okay. Um, I was looking at it earlier, because Spider Sides has his YouTube channel, but he also has another channel that breaks it down even better for you called... Uh, Destiny 2, I'm sorry, D2 That's also his channel. And he has, in, instead of searching through so many YouTube videos, it's just got all, it's got the armors, what they look like and what class they use. And then once you click on it, it tells you how to build it. So D2 is Spider Side's website so you can do your transmog uh, fashion. There you go. There you go. So I'm going to hand it over to you, my friend, to no. tell us who our lovely patrons are and where they can find the show if they aren't already here. Um, this is this is a bit old, so I know this isn't going to encompass everybody, but but thank you to us. our patrons. Yeah, because there was a couple of patrons that he mentioned last week, and he hasn't given mm -hmm. us an updated list. And That's we right. are incompetent, and we can't find an updated list without parody. That's why there's always three of us. We can find it. We just we just don't have access to the Patreon where it's at. Well, we, we, we could do, couldn't we? Mm. Okay. But until we get the updated list, and if we don't mention you, uh, go ahead and um, reply to us with an email letting us know how angry you are that we didn't reply to you, and we'll definitely reply to you specifically next time. Um, 
But until then, we have um, Zep Orbit, who you can't threaten with a good time. Uh, our outer dance troupe consists of the T-Rex King, dedicated the Scarlet KM, BHS Nightcrawler, still love that name. Um, if you're looking to throw more grenades, because you're a psychopath who just loves throwing grenades, you have Carver2782 waiting to throw them with you. Win Noble, Golden God1562, basically in ACL. Zombie Pops, another great name. Renard Collant, Mellow Mally, that was the new one at the time. And for the Deacon Approved of, we have Peepy Pipe, who is finally getting her new place. Congratulations. I hope to see you online soon. It's been a while. Uh, Lord Master Chaos, Dim Wee, The Drifters, Driftwood, and of course, Hate Quest. Gotta be one of the best names. If we didn't mention you, reach out to us. We'll definitely mention you next time. And uh, until then, all I can say is a lot of a daddy, deuces, and until next time. Do, do you not want to do the outro for us then? You're just saying goodbye. Uh, oh, okay. Do you know where our outro is? Okay. Well, we are two Titans and a Hunter. I'm Night Demon. I'm hey, here. Demon. No, this is no. You know I mean? this, this is not the beginning. This is the end. Oh. Okay, bye, demon. Respawns there. Parody is not here. Not off. Maybe returning to us soon. This is our law scribe. He hopefully will be picking the game back up next week. There, there is a hint that I might be helping him. Th- I might be helping him through the dungeon. Ha! Me, little old me. And you? no, so, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Can I be a fly on that wall? You, you could. I could stream it. Thank Thanks. you for joining us this week. As I said, your titans are Night Demon and Parody. Your hunter is Mr. No One Respawns in Real Life. Your law scribe, not half, who's not here, but may be returning soon. Uh, you can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. Uh, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Twitch, we have TikTok. We use some ticky talk. We have TikTok now? We we are smashing on TikTok. Oh, no. We have a video on TikTok with fifty thousand views. No. Uh, oh yeah. That better not be the, that better not be the the Lord Master one. No, there's, no, it's not. Okay. But yeah, we're, we're smashing it on TikTok. People love us on the top tick land. So okay. you, you you can join us in any of those places. And um, if you're listening to the show, you've already found us. But what I think, you know, parody always kind of misses out is the fact that the people that haven't heard us and aren't here already aren't listening to us. So what you need to go and do is just hassle people in the tower and say, hey, you look for two titans and a hunter dot com because you'll find the show because we are everywhere and anywhere that fine podcasts are broadcast and recorded Mm -hmm. and put up. And I, I will make an apology at this point in time to say I'm sorry that the, the podcast has been lapsed over the last couple of weeks, but it is due to family and life outside of the podcast and Destiny kind of universe that has kind of had a knock-on effect with how the podcast is edited and then it is put out. So unfortunately, you know, for the last couple of weeks, it's been gradually getting from a Monday to a Tuesday to a Wednesday, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be dragging that back and releasing yes. on a Monday in the nice clarity and clear yeah, podcast land. So yeah, podcast it, land. In the podcast land, you you should hear us again. So yeah, and email all the socials. Yeah, you can you can. We've got a Discord. 
uh, that's in our show notes. Uh, and I can't remember if off the top of my head, but you can always join our Discord and chat to us in the Discord. Uh, Respawn's always up to help people. I'm sometimes mm. up to help people. Uh, Perry, not so much. He he likes doing his home repairs, unfortunately. Well, he's, he's a busy man, too, so. He is. So, yeah. yeah um, that, that's me just spitballing off the top of my head of what I can remember from what Parody says every week. So, just shows that neither one of us pay any attention to what he says. So first of all, that's accurate. Exactly. <laughs> and this is what you get when he doesn't turn up. You get two-thirds of a brain that only works. That's right. Hey, it's not our fault he doesn't leave us his notes. Mm -hmm. well, only to leave us his notes next time. This is just going down, wow. going down the hill rapidly. I'm losing my speech. I, I need the other half of the brain. Third of the brain. See? Look what he's done yeah. to us. He's broken we us. can't even do math. No, exactly. We might as well just go because otherwise we'll tell people other stupid things. That's right. And I'm in an iPhone. I keep dying and Dimwee's getting angry. Oh, okay. Bye, Dimwee. Bye, people. <laughs> Bye, people. Thanks for watching. Let every daddy. Deuces. All that good stuff. Allons-y. Allons-y. No, no. Allons-y. Allons-y. No. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast.